Hi guys, and welcome to the How to Ruin a Good Walk podcast with myself, Josh Kinder, club golfer at Northern Golf Club. And me, Alex Elliott, uh, PGA Golf Professional. You're listening to what essentially is not going to help you play better golf. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, but ultimately, two guys creating some content that will be fun, relaxed, and uh, the four main areas that we're going to talk about each and every week, uh, and we want you to get involved with this as much as you can, is Chopper of the Week, which... Thankfully, your host to my right, right here, is going to be the first chopper. Um, secondly, it's tour trash talk, and that is where we basically slag off the good, the bad, and the ugly on tour right now. That doesn't mean that ugly are kind of the bad moments, the good moments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, what's your beef? So, what is really annoying you right now in the golfing world? I mean, there's plenty to go at. Let me honest, we're going. And finally, Josh, we can't have. A gold podcast without a bit of tech talk, yeah. can we? A little bit of seriousness at the end. The, but I think the thing is with this, guys, it's just like you're in the clubhouse, after your round, having a drink, or a Coke if you don't drink, shooting the breeze, having a chat with your mates, and having a bit of a laugh. Exactly that, and Josh has said that because he doesn't actually drink. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, so, yeah. Just debatable, debatable. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you've been kind of watching us on... Um, on the platform now please go and follow on youtube as well um on youtube josh has seen josh on a lot of my channel this is something that we're doing together this is the how to ruin a good walk podcast let's firstly get into chopper of the week so we're going to start with josh's stories right here and i'm going to dob him straight in we're starting with the story of when we went to Carden park um uh, was it about three weeks ago now three or four weeks ago yeah Carden park playing the absolute golf of my life he was he was okay Until- Picture this, right? You're playing the golf of your life, a golf course you've never played before. You're going round. You come to the last hole. This lad to my right thought he was breaking 90. No, 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 no. He came down the last. Was it nine? Nine? Nine down Finished the last. Finished the nine down the last and went, bloody hell, bloody hell. I'm not broken 90 now. I was like, mate, if you'd actually got a double <laughs> bogey there, you'd have broken 80. But the, to- worst, the worst of it was I'd made a conscious decision not to look at the scorecard. I think and, most people do that though. Like, I think yeah. it's a good thing to do. And I knew that through nine holes, I was only three over par. And I was playing unbelievable. The drive was consistent. My shots into the green were class, like really steady the whole round. My putting was good. It just all came together. And then I come down last and I absolutely imploded. So now let me paint the picture. So if anybody's played Carden Park, it's a, it's a, it's a nice place. Oh, it? it's, it's a good place. Yeah, really nice. um, par five last, he pipes the drive down the middle and it's like little kind of narrow area. And then, yes, what do you have in? I mean, you've got to go over a tree. So you had like 7-9 in, I think. Over the tree, 7-9 in, but 7-9 probably wasn't the club. It probably needed a bit oh, more. clearly, mate, it wasn't yeah. the club, was it? So a a pl- 6 would have got me there. Yeah, exactly. So he plugs it in the front bunker. So picture this. What is the hardest shot in golf? It's 50-yard bunker shot, uphill to a raised green, over the bunker. Einstein to me, right? Oh. Decides to go for the flag. And I'm thinking, what's he doing here? What's he doing here? All he had to do... Wait, in my defence, in my defence. No, I've, been no the go- right there. I've been playing the golf of my life before. I'm going to stick this close. <laughs> what did Turns he do? Out. Knifes it. Knifes it Knifes into the crap it. over the back. Then proceeds to duff it. Then oh, proceeds to duff it out no. again. And then two-putted for a lovely nine. So to, be, to be a bit more clear on what actually happened, I knifed it through the back, losing the ball that I played with the whole round. I'm talking oh, wait, mate, I Bridgestones as well. I, mate, <laughs> and by the way, if American golf are listening, this man must have shares at your place in the amount of golf balls but... <laughs> So like, send any. <laughs> that's even more of a chopper of the week comment. You finished with a nine, thinking you were going to break 90, but you actually didn't break 80. And then you've bloody gone and thought, you lost the ball the last the ball. hole. And then, so I knifed it over back into 
thick trees. It wasn't even worth looking for. It was like bushes on a hit on like an upslope. Not even worth looking for the ball. Dropped another one, duffed it into the bunker that was in front of my bunker, and then duffed it onto the green. Absolute shocker. Shambles. Absolute shambles. So that is our first chopper of the week. Josh is going to be second chopper of the week this week. And basically, double we want to <laughs> double bubble for this boy this week. We want to hear from you though. Like, so we've actually got a really posh email. How to well. Sort of posh. We're going to say posh. Semi-professional. Semi-professional email. How to ruin a good walk at gmail.com. Boom. I know it sounds a bit of a mouthful, but I guess the name of the show, we better have an email with the name. Yeah, so we, we, we want to hear your Chop of the Week comments. It can be about you, it can be about your playing partners. Write them into us and we will share as many as we can each week. So unfortunately, we're going to go again. You might be thinking, Alex, why don't uh, you have one? Well, I don't play. He doesn't play. And also, when I do play, I school the hell out of Josh. Um, so Can I just confirm, <laughs> at Carden Park, we played in twos with two of our mates and my pairing won, and Alex wasn't in my pairing. Sorry, mate. Need to whisper, mate. You can shout from the rooftops if you want. But anyway, moving on, moving on. to okay. Chopper of the Week number two. Again, myself. Drum roll. <laughs> myself. So, I am a wait, member... Wait, wait, wait. I know you're going to say this, right? Let's paint a picture. So you play golf as a junior, right? I think a lot of people watching this will potentially be in the same boat. They play golf, and since lockdown, you've absolutely been smashing it. You've yeah. got well back into it. So I've been pl- I've been playing golf probably, well, well over 10 years now. Started as a junior, joined a golf club where my granddad played as a junior, and then I, d- I didn't like playing any competition golf. I played with my granddad and played socially through to, well, now really. And then... I joined Northenden following lockdown. We we looked at a couple of clubs, joined Northenden on the advice of Alex and having played the course, it was the best course and best price and things like that. There was three of us that joined. So they were really welcoming. They were great. They were really <laughs> Almost welcoming. too welcoming, you might say. We got a call off the captain um, to say welcome to the club. We also got a message off the vice captain to say, Right, lads, to get your handicap, you need to play with members. Let's play your first round for your handicap with me. So it was me, I'll make Sam, I'll make Carl, and the vice captain. So I just, it just didn't start very well at all. I got way in my own head from the moment I woke up that morning. Oh, yeah. No, wait, so let's. So, so this is your first card you're putting in, right? First card. First guy I was putting in, I thought, right, I've got to be there early. Never do that. I normally turn up like, which I get, and it works for me. Turn up 20 minutes tops before and swing club, have a put, walk on the first tee. Yeah. Do go through some stretch, a slight stretching routine, but I turned up like 40 minutes early. I'm hitting balls in the net, thinking, yeah, it's good this minute. Well, putting on the green, did some putting drills on the green. I've never done that. Thinking he's all pro this guy. Thinking, thinking he should be in the next section till I trash talk this lad. <laughs> but also thinking, <laughs> I've got to have a good round here. I need to play well. I want a good handicap. So, we get on the first tee. What's this guy's name? Who's the, what's the guy? It's called Tom. Tom. The vice captain. Lovely bloke. Played today and I see him today. And he had a laugh at my expense. Still. He had a laugh at my expense. But, walk on the first tee. I go first. Peg the ball up. I'm stood there, and then all of a sudden, I can feel myself getting nervous, and I don't tend to getting get all nervous. tingly, everybody. This is the thing, though. <laughs> I don't tend to get nervous. I've played sport at all levels, and like not golf, but other sports at all levels. Don't tend to get too nervous. 
but I could feel like my legs like getting tense and the adrenaline's pumping. <laughs> I just and I've swung the club. I've driver off the first par four. Wait, so let's paint the picture of Northern Dun. Left is like the car park. Car park and or the, the night green. Yeah. Um, and the right is the River Mersey. River so Mersey. out of town, good night, Vienna. So basically, if you're a little bit wayward, you're struggling. Oh, yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. So I've got on the first tee and I'm getting tense. Adrenaline's pumping. I've swung back, gone to hit the ball, <laughs> topped it. Absolutely knobbed <laughs> it off the tee. But when I say off the tee, I didn't get off the tee. Mate, Two yards. <laughs> Two yards it went. Really setting the tone for the oh. day. This lad here, Tom, doing doing his good citizen job for the club, thinking, yeah, I'll take I'll take these lads out. I'll make sure they the handicap. You've oh. nobbed it off the first. He's thinking, freaking hell, it's a long day here. It's a long, 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 it's day. A long day. Please hit a good shot. You've given it the big and thinking, oh, this guy's turned up all the gear, yeah. all the gear, and clearly, now no idea. No, I'm joking. You, you do have an idea. So then the other lads went. It, it doesn't stop there. The other lads went and got it down there. Not great, not their best shots, and they'll admit that but got it down there. So I walk the two yards to my ball, <laughs> already fuming at myself, already tense, adrenaline's pumping, I'm angry. Get my hybrid out of the bag. Just get it down there. Just get it down there. Gone for safety, haven't you? Gone, gone for, for safety. safety. Gone for safety. Gone for safety. Just get it somewhere down Not there. Not even gone for an iron. Gone for hybrid. And gone I for could, safety. And I could potentially do get something at least to come off of a bogey. So what happens? Step up to the practice swing. So they've all teed off now. They all teed off. I bet Carl and Sam are thinking, bloody hell, it's home for the day. He's going to be the best. He's going to be the best golfer out of this group. <laughs> but the thing is, they've all teed off, but we're all still still on the tee box. I've still not got off the tee I box. I just actually figured out this right. So did you? So you, obviously the tee box is not that wide at Northern in the first hole. No. Is your ball just chilling in front? It's like in a little bit of rough bit, yeah. <laughs> before, like after the men's, in, before the women's tee. So hybrids out, gone through a practice swing. Stand up to the ball, shock horror, adrenaline's pumping. Don't say it again. Ducked it again. Another two yards. I've still not got past the tee. I've still not off the tee box. I've taken two shots. Next one, I didn't even take a practice. I just, I just walked forward, lined up to the ball, and leathered it as hard as I could and got it down there. What did she make? I came off with a six or a seven. So That's not actually In the grand scheme of things, it's not, not that bad. bad. But then my head's gone then. I'm, I'm at the point where I'm thinking, see, I'm, I'm walking off here. But obviously, I can't do that. I'm playing with the vice captain of the club. So, I just think... Well, I hope you guys can relate to it. 100%. I think... I think I, but may, the worst, may, maybe not top of it, but maybe... No, maybe you can. Uh, <laughs> but this is the worst thing of it was... I got to the end, better, played the round, got to the end of the round, and I just wasn't happy with my scorecard. I didn't want to put it in. And so what did you shoot in the end? I didn't, maybe just broke 100, or just over 100. And what's your handicap now? My handicap's 13. So, yeah, so the cards that I put in were like an 82, an 85, and an 86 or something. And they mm. give me 13. So I had to say to Tom, he's played four and a half Thanks four for four and a half hours, hours, lad, but I don't want to put that card in. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was bad. But guys, this is what we want. We want you to send in your stories like this. We've got plenty of them. Um, oh, yeah. And we We've will share them. them throughout the episodes. But we want you to send your stories to... The email address, it'll be down below go on, mate, go or on. up above or where it is. Go on, but get, get it out. Go how on. to ruin a good walk. It's a real tongue twister. Gmail.com. It is a tongue twister, wow. but we best get through it saying it because it's what the podcast is yeah. called. So, buy your stories in and we will uh, do our best to make them sound theatrical, uh, make them sound funny. But ultimately, um, we, have created this, we want, to, want this podcast to be a reflection of what 
club golf is pretty yes. much. Yes, and have a laugh in the process. Right, so chop of the week goes to Joshua Kinder. Now, we didn't actually say this, so please do make sure you send uh, in each and every one of your chop of the weeks. And each and every month, we're going to have a giveaway. And obviously, for this first episode, Josh will not be a winner of one of the monthly what? prizes, <laughs> even if there are two good stories. Um, so please do send them in, and each month we will pick the best chopper of the week. Or in fact, you guys can pick best chopper of the week, and they will get a certificate saying they are a chopper. I mean, what what else have you ever wanted? I don't know. And I, I want pictures of them on people's walls. Oh, 100%. I Absolutely. think it's, it's like that accolade, isn't it? Yeah, it is. What you always wanted. Not not, not the uh, monthly medal winner. Not the monthly stable for no. Chopper of the Week. Chopper of the Week. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, yeah. Okay, guys. So let's get on to part two of this podcast. Tour, trash, talk. Now, I think we've got to start in one place and one place only. Hoodies. So it. many people are losing their mind over this. Now, in my opinion, right, I'm going to be honest, some of the hoodies now are smarter than what some of the people wear to the golf club. Some 100%. people wear their gardening clothes to the golf 100%. club. Now, I'm not saying you've got to look like you're a fashion model. You've nope. not got to look like really nice, but dress smart. And I think a hoodie, if I'm honest, is decent. You know, my, my kind of thing with this, and this kind of leads into kind of what's your beef. Golf is, and especially now in lockdown, like so many people have joined like around our age and, yep. and maybe even like kind of mid, mid to late 30s. You say our age, but they don't know how old we are. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm 26. And you're 27. <laughs> I'm 27. <laughs> this does close to 30, doesn't it? Um, what I'm trying to say is golf, I think, needs to get to be a younger sport. And I think this is one of the ways to do it. 100%. And this is the thing. I think, firstly, Tyrrell Hatton wearing it was fantastic. Yeah. It looked smart. It looked great. Obviously, it's good for Adidas because they they were sort of the first ones to do it, and he was the first one to do it. Personally, the fact that everyone, the pe- those people in golf that despised it, the fact that he took that photo of him with the trophy with the hood oh, up is the best thing. It is the best thing. At Wentworth thing. as well. Wentworth. It's like the home oh, of the European tour. <laughs> it's amazing, mate. The fact he's just like, I'm going to get you all hood up. Oh, I love it. Just absolutely boiling piss. He's just winding oh, people up there, 100%. and that's great. And but the thing is, for me, and then Rory doing it. I mean, Rory's wasn't even as nice as no. Nah, at least like a fleecy looking. Tyrrells actually looked like I'm gonna say if there's any such thing as a golf hoodie, actually looked like more of a sports hoodie you could wear to the gym, right? Yeah. Rory's hoodie looked like he was chilling on the sofa on a Sunday evening. It did. It, did. it looked really comfy. <laughs> Little fluffy number for the I, boy. I bet he was warm. Oh, 100 percent. But I, I think it's great for the sport. I think you're right in what you say, and not not for this to be come across the wrong way. But golf clubs need younger players. Hundred percent. Like at some point, they need to replace players that either can't play anymore or aren't around anymore, and they need no, that. I'm club. not getting no, morbid, but, mate. No, but you know what I mean. Like it's fact. <laughs> no, I, I think honestly, like we're not saying coronavirus is a good thing or a bad thing here, but for golf in the UK especially, it's been awesome for it. The amount of people that have picked up this game, and I think a lot of the people that have picked it up, have now got the bug and are obsessed with it. Yeah. Like the amount of people I started coaching who are like between twenty and thirty or twenty and forty is unbelievable, and that like in the last two years has never happened. You might get the odd one or two has a couple of lessons and sods it off because he's like, "No, oh, I'm not really that interested anymore." Yeah. But honestly, it's absolutely mint, and I think one of the best ways of actually getting it more inclusive. And really, does it matter? Doesn't matter. Does it matter? This thing, and, and this this is the point. Harold Varner the third come out this week. Hell of a name, that by the way. Oh, what a name! Hell what a player name. as well, by the way. He's got some style with his trainers. We'll get onto that later. But he 
come out this week and he said, and the quote, and I quote, I've got it written down here, was, if you think a hoodie is a problem, you probably just suck at golf anyway. And and for me... I hate to say it, but I probably agree. Yeah. It, basically... <laughs> no, stop, I don't. I apologise for that. Stop worrying about what people are wearing. Just worry about playing golf. Like, why does it matter? Yes, I understand you want to be smart. Yes, I understand the etiquette of golf. But me wearing a hoodie, or Alex wearing a hoodie, or Tyrrell Hatton wearing a hoodie, or whoever it is, does it really matter? You know what? Like, I've been around some golf clubs, um, and people absolutely lose their nut over socks. Yo. That always used to get me. He's got black socks on with shorts. He's got ankle socks on. Does it matter? This is the thing. Does it matter? Like, literally, does it matter? I know we're kind of going off topic here. We're talking about hoodies. And ultimately, we're saying it doesn't really matter. And I'm, no. I'm going to say, Josh, you're a fan of it. Big fan of it. I'm a big fan of it. Big fan of it. And the thing is, golf clubs need to get on board with it and need to get on board with things like this because, actually, and I understand that like, golf clubs have done a great job in modernising or... Becoming more inclusive. Yeah, because... And I'm going to go back to when I joined Gatley previously, when my granddad was a member there. He had to propose me. I was a junior. I was like 12 years old. He had to propose me. Kate Dad's place when I go to me. I had to be seconded. <laughs> it then went to the board. And it's like, come on. Like, I've just got to play golf. Do you know what I mean? But... And where with Northern, that none of that happened. It was mm. going. We had a chat with the... Uh, I think well one of the women from the office runs the office and she was explaining everything explaining what I had to do paid the money you're good to go mm-hmm. and that's great but I think things like this will get even more younger people involved yeah I agree like, I, agree. I like to think I'm still quite young but mm, you're younger than 30. us you're not going to younger than us I agree and, you've got to get that next generation of golfers and yeah. I think hoodies and all that stuff is just a great way of making it appeal to a younger audience okay Josh so tour trash talk Wear your hoodies, everybody. We absolutely adore them. Yes. Next one, we're going back about two weeks now to the Zozo. Zozo, am I saying that right? Zozo, correct. Hell of, hell of a name. What is it? Is it? What? The Zozo name? Championship. Yeah. I don't know what is it, it is. It must be a sponsor. Just, yeah. Um, Patrick Cantley winner. John Ram and Justin Thomas tied second. Yep. The things that I want to pull out here is, number one, Rory smashing a club. Oh, yes. Number two, Tiger Woods having an absolute howler a couple of weeks before the Masters. And also... Phil Mickelson have an absolute howler, finishing at plus three. Now, you'd think, like, run up to the Masters, oh, do you want Tiger, Phil? You think of the Masters. I Personally, if I think of the Masters right now, I think of Tiger, I think of Phil, yeah. and I think of Tiger holding that chip. Yeah. And I think of Phil hitting it off that straw pine. and that Through over, the trees. Through the trees. Yeah, oh, unreal. Mate, those boys need to get their act together. <laughs> I looked I looked at the, the results and watched a bit of it, and I don't know, is, is Tiger just not playing enough golf? Has he not played enough golf? The thing I would say, though, before you say that, like, Tiger would never play a lot before the Masters anyway, even like going back to his pomp. I know, but he's not in his pomp. This is the thing. Mm, and true, true, true. Yeah, okay, what he did last year was unbelievable. And I'd crying, lo- crying I know it, he was a soft lad. <laughs> and I'd love him to do it again. I really would. But after that, surely that is, it, can't, it can't happen. It can't, I mean, you could to... You're basically saying he's not going to win again. I don't think he will. Because you, you've got to be have some form of form going into it surely. why though didn't last year touche I've just absolutely done it I? I guess we'll see you shut up and pipe down but then, but don't then... you talk about my tiger that <laughs> way <laughs> no, yeah you're so protective over it. <laughs> <laughs> but then this is the thing so I think one of the stats well, he had a shocker on the first day absolute shocker mm-hmm. he come off with a 74-75 you say he's a shocker for a club golfer I'd, I'd, I'd love <laughs> you'd to be absolutely buzzing mate but nah you finish the nine mate and not do it no. <laughs> still not let it drop but for Tiger Woods it's 
he finished with a 74-75. And on the three par five on the back nine, mm. so 11, 13 and 16, he went bogey, double and bogey. You think par fives for them boys, they've got to eat them up, right? Yeah, that's got to be an opportunity for him to, to get shots back. But that's the first time in a single round that he's ever done or score bogey or more on three par five. Is Tiger the Tiger that we saw last year? I don't think so. The thing is, I, mate, the Masters, that guy, the Masters, something special happens. Yeah, I agree. That Magnolia Lane. I'm going to say, bold, extremely bold, what I'm about to say right now, I think he'll finish top 10. Look, don't get me wrong. I would love it. Absolutely love it if he did. I think the guy's great for the game. I think the game needs him to be playing the best golf that he can play. But I just can't see it. Imagine him in a hoodie at the Masters. Oh. Uh, but this is the thing, though. If Tiger, Woods wore, if Tiger Woods wore a hoodie, that it'd be fine then. It'd be fine. You know what? But why can't Rory McIlroy until hat wear a hoodie without people kicking off? But would, would, but would the Masters let him wear a hoodie? Well, I'm praying for it to be a little bit colder than we'll see. Well, it will be, surely. Like, like that time of year... It will be cold, and the Masters will probably play a lot different than it usually does. I mean, do you know what? Going back, I just want to say one thing. Going back to Hatton and Wentworth, apparently all the players are raving about the greens, and previous years, they've been a bit bobbly. Mm. Move the championship. If it works better, then move the championship. But, okay. then, but then you're fighting with the, you're fighting with the weather. Last time yeah. I checked, any time you play in the UK, Josh, you fight with the weather. We had a good, we had a good summer. Questionable. <laughs> Okay, I want to get on to Rory here and him smashing a club. Love to see it. Capitulating. Love you know to what, see it. You know he's what? coming down the 18th, though. So he's obviously... He <laughs> who, probably did, who yeah, cares he need it again. Do you know what I mean? The Who cares? He's coming down the 18th, whatever. You know what got me? A couple of weeks before, hasn't Rory mellowed? I can have a kid's got a Bit new perspective online. <laughs> smash! Smash, 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 smash. Big stamp. Snap it in half. What I'd, have what I'd sna- love to see is him snap it in half without the stamp. Have you ever, have you ever snapped a club? I have never snapped a club, but I know you have. I have. So I'll tell you a quick story. This could have, this could have actually been in Chopper of the Week, to be fair. Yeah, I think it will. So probably going back, I'm going to say I was 16, probably 15, 16. My dad took me to a tournament like our county championships as an amateur golfer. I think I'll say I was off below four handicap at the time. And um, we're coming on the 18th hole. We're doing all right, actually. I'd made the cut. and this was, I knew I'd made the cut. I was, it sounds really big-headed, that, doesn't it? I knew I'd played two good rounds. Oh, I knew I'd made the cut. Too much money won on that then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so coming down the last hole, I just hit this absolute snipe. Like, I played nicely all round. What's, your, what's the term? Wounded pigeon. Wounded pigeon. So that's a hook, if anybody wants to know. <laughs> and you may hear that term a lot with Josh, because he hikes a lot of the wounded pigeon. <laughs> anyway, mate, uh, don't interrupt my story of me going back a bit chopper of the week. Anyway, I hit this kind of rescue off the tee. Hit it terrible. All the officials are behind the back of the green. We're kind of one of the last few groups of that day coming in. And uh, hit the shot, and just my dad's caddying for me, so you can imagine, like, when you're on the golf course with your dad, if anybody can kind of, like, kind of make kind of relevance to this, it's absolutely mint. Like, having dad around, it's absolutely class. But if you do one thing wrong, he's like, what are you doing, son? So anyway, hit that off the tee. He gives me, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to explode here. Walking off the tee, just literally walked off the tee, didn't look in his direction, got the rescue behind me back and put a little bit of pressure on it, didn't actually have the intention of snapping it. Hot head. Gone. Hot head. Power had gone. Power had gone. You know the worst thing about this, Josh, right? 
getting his 18th green, and half the shaft sticking out the bag, and half the head sticking out the other side of the oh. bag, all the Cheshire officials round the back, like basically <laughs> county officials, and I'm just chilling here with rescuing, half rescuing each hand. Oh, mate. I just didn't walk down holding it together. Like, nothing, nothing to see here. see here, guys. I'm just going to chip with this as well. Did you make the cut, though? I told you I made the cut. <laughs> Went downhill from there, let me tell you. But here's the thing, though. From a club golfer's perspective, from my point of view, seeing Rory do it... I've only really seen him do it once before where he threw the club in the water. Yeah, it's great, that. Years ago. I have got a full appreciation for that. But it's relatable. Like, okay, we can't go around snapping clubs. I definitely can't afford to free, do that. He? he gets them for free. He can do what <laughs> he wants. But we all had that moment where we hit a duff shot and we're like, oh, I'm so angry. I wish I could snap this club. I can't. Yeah. And seeing him be able to like, do it, I, I think it's great. Shows a bit human, doesn't it? Shows a bit something you can relate to, that anger when you duff one. Because <laughs> you obviously don't do it that often. Not me, him. Oh, I was trying to think. <laughs> I do all the time. I thought you were saying he didn't do fun then. Bloody <laughs> hell. Speaking of meltdowns, can I just mention Alex at Carden Park? So we played two days. Obviously no, no, heard... mate, we're on a different subject. No, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're on tour, meltdown, here. meltdown, meltdown. Alex at Carden Park, played the first day, Cheshire course, lovely course, by the way. Yeah. Hits a drive off <laughs> the 10th tee. No, 11th tee, mate. Actually hit a national fatality. 11th tee, yeah, okay. 11th tee. Tough, tough drive, to be fair. Big, massive... You've got to basically trees. hook it round You've the tree. You've got to hook it round and the tree. And if anybody knows me, I can't draw the golf ball. Alex absolutely levers it at this tree. <laughs> tree. It's fair, a couple of us did it, but he levers it at this tree. Drops the club, throws the club, like, kicks the bags over. Unreal. Hang on, hang on. Unreal. Oh, you're hitting the bags. You're acting like I've done like a, a chainsaw <laughs> massacre. Ding, 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 ding. I kicked that. Just touch me bag. Touch me bag and, and it knocked everyone else's bag yeah, over. It was like dominoes. <laughs> anyway, we're going to briefly move off that story. Off that story. Give me your winner for the Masters. We talked about we got the Masters here. Give me your winner for the Masters right now. One word. One word. One name. The person I want to win. Yeah. Bryson. Bryson. The person I think will win. No, I didn't say that. No. Okay. The person I want to win. Bryson. The person I think will win. Dustin Johnson. Okay, I'll go. Person I want to win is Tiger. The person I think will win. And you, 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 everyone's going to slate me for this. Jordan Spieth. Mate, guy can't put. The guy can put at the Masters. No, 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 no. The guy could put at the Masters. No, 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 no. no. The guy... Should we have a bet? All right, then. I Okay, right. I bet you Jordan Spieth does not win the Masters. No, mate, because the odds are clearly <laughs> in your favour there. I, okay, I'll do a bet for you. If he finishes in the top ten, the, bet, the bet's null and void. Okay, right. so I basically get top 10. Basically, okay. like, each way. Yeah. Okay, if he finishes top 10, no yeah. fiver exchanges hands. Big okay. money here, guys. Big, Big money. money. If Jordan Spieth wins, you owe me a fiver. If Jordan Spieth finishes outside the top 10, I owe you a fiver. And right. we will update you on, on you the podcast. You've got a deal. you got a deal. Deal. We're shaking hands here, guys. You might uh, even make the cut. Um, behave. <laughs> okay, there's, there's, there's other things I want to go on here. Just briefly what kind of go over. Ross McGowan won the Madrid Masters after 11 years. That is... Italian Open it was, mate. I don't think it was, It mate. was. Oh, Italian no. Italian Open, Rolex event. Just don't be any. Get your facts right. Um, so you won the Majid Masters 11 years ago. What a story, <laughs> though, for me. Like, yeah. typical journeyman, like, 100%. played loads of events. Like, I was looking at the list of events in the last, I don't know, five. He missed, missed cuts yeah, in three Yeah, it was showing no form. Yeah, showing no form at all. Then, okay, just nowhere. repeat what you just said, showing no form. 
Showing no form. Okay, so Josh just said, Tiger Woods, who's, sorry, Ross, a much better player, much better player than Ross, said, oh, Tiger needs some form going into the Masters. Ross McGowan won with no form. Admittedly, in the Italian Open. There's still some big names in that. Admittedly, yeah, it's there not is big like names the, in, but it's the, not the biggest the one. Yeah, fair, fair, fair point, fair point. But for me, what a, what a story. Like, wins the Madrid, uh, Madrid Masters, then however many years it's been, then we get to his second win in the Italian Open with no form. Granted, no form, but amazing story. Unbelievable. Yeah, I think Great it's... Great win. You know what? Like, Unless you're properly like following the European Tour, PJ Tour, whatever, you don't really see that kind of... No. And no disrespect to Ross. Like, the, 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 he's an unbelievable player, much better player than a lot of people could probably give him credit for. Yeah. But like that journeyman pro, I don't know if that's even the right thing to say. I know what you mean. I know We're trying to say, basically, that guy that you probably don't know as a household name, yeah. winning... And making a career of it is, I think, is is probably one of the most impressive things, and more, equally more impressive than being at the top of the game. Because top of the game, they're just beasts. Like, yeah, it's just like you get there any sport. Yeah, get there yeah. any sport. But I'm that journeyman pro that's been there. He's actually lost his car. He's played Challenge Tour. He's played Mina Tour, and now he's back and won on European Tour. Do you actually get an exemption with that? You know, obviously because it's coronavirus comps or whatever it is, it's reduced price money. But you still get the three years exemption because it would potentially have last year been a Rolex event. Like last year, he would have won over a million. And this year it was like 175,000. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't much in, it's a lot, but it wasn't much in comparison. Josh in, 175,000, it's not a lot, everybody. <laughs> in comparison, it's not much, is it? And, but I think, you must do, you can't just change the rules like that. No, like, I, I, I guess so, I just didn't, I yeah. just, but, I just like, what sure. career is that though, if you think about it, like, what, his earnings are 2.7 million? It's not bad, is it? No. Not bad for a journeyman, like, no. it's not bad at all, no. and, no. obviously, children wise where he lives, obviously, no tax in Dubai. Josh is just throwing him under the bus there. But, Genius, why not? Yeah, I, 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 do, I do the same thing. I, I think you can go to Dubai now if you're from the UK and you can play golf. Like, I would love to go away and do play some golf. Like, Night golf, that's why I want to play. Yeah, mate. I'd, oh, I'd love to be away playing some golf right now. I mean, there's worse places to practice, isn't there? Oh, just be. I, I think I'd actually get half decent at golf. Yeah. Let's go on to this thing. This is the this tour trash talk still. We've got two more things and then we'll get into what's your beef. Bryson DeChambeau, did you My see the man. That Love 400 it. yard carry? 400 and th- 403. Sorry, mate. I three yards. Point off. one. That is now for me. I want to get into this because so many people are like, Bryson's ruining the game. Last time I checked, swinging the club excess of 130 miles an hour and controlling where your golf ball goes is pretty damn impressive. Preach. 100%. 100%. Gotta be. No. 211. Mile per hour ball speed. Two hundred and eleven. You know what? Why? Do you know why? I just put a bit of my kind of what's my beef on this because you know why? If someone was a very good putter, right, equally as good as he is at as long he can drive the golf ball, they wouldn't be going. He's ruining the game. He's holding too many putts. Last time I checked, it's a skill yes. and it's actually yes. fun to watch. Yes, and I'm not. I'm not being funny. I love the approach. For me. Sitting at home, watching it, I wish I could hit the ball that far. The fact that in the US Open... It takes about four to get that far. Wow. The fact that in the US Open, they set the course up so he couldn't do that. And he still stood there in that interview beforehand. Oh, Bryson, other players saying they're going to tail it back, take a three-wood off at tee. And he he might as well laughed in the faces. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. I'm going to hit it as far as I can. Can we just say it? Does that laugh again? (laughs) That is the weirdest laugh. No, but it's a sarcastic laugh. That's he may as well have done that. I'm gonna hit it as far as I can and I'm gonna wedge on. And that rough is not gonna stop me. And I think it's yeah. great. But the likes of and I'm gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna go stick for it, it. I am. 
Matt Fitz- Fitzpatrick. The one thing I'm going to say is the probably the media have over-egged what he said. I, I didn't I actually mean, see the interview. You, I've got some of the quotes here. Oh, bring the quotes out. Drum roll, everybody. And that was meant to be a drum roll. First things first, Matt Fitzpatrick is a great golfer. That's it, mate. Right? You... But... You lick his ass and then no, go and no, slag no. him off. No, no, no. Go on. Big butt here. I'm sorry, Matt. Just be better. If you're going to complain and you get... Here's, I'll bring some of the quotes out. So Matt said, it's making a mockery of the game. Disagree, Matt. It's bringing more people to the game. People want to see that. Okay? He also said, it's taking the skill out of it. Right. That's... I. The, Are you joking me? No, I'm the so surprised. Hit, that's actually, that, you, you 100% sure that's actually a quote? It's this quote. Oof. He hit it. The guy's hitting it. 350, 400 yards. Yeah. He's not hitting it all over the planet. It's not like he's, he's not. He's not, to be fair. And for the amount of effort and speed he's putting into it, he's not. The one thing I'd say, Matt, like, unbelievable golfer, by the way. Unbelievable yeah. golfer. Really nice guy. Unbelievable golfer. I'm, I'm just trying to dig, dig, dig. I can't even speak. I'm getting I, nervous. I'm trying I to I dig did. Josh out of a hole here. No. Matt is one of the best putters, probably on tour, and, and has been for a while. No one's saying to him that he's ruining the game because he's only putts. Like I said before. Exactly. And this is the thing. This thing is, it's just... It strikes me as being a bit, it's a bit jealous, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. The guy's like, he's, he's basically said, he can't compete jealous. with it. I he, know what. No, no, wait. He said, he, I can't compete with it. I'm fed up of everyone talking about it. Well, I'm sorry, Matt, but it's amazing. People are going to talk about it. And just because you can't do it, he even said, I'm not going to be down, but he even said something, I could put on 40 pounds and hit it 40 yards further. Do it. Exactly. Stop moaning about it. Stop moaning about it. And, and, and the other thing as well is, the whole skill thing. The guys, the other day, Bryson, on a par four, like three, oh, two weeks ago, three yeah, weeks ago, yeah, 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 yeah. par four, took an iron and stuck it on the green. Now that's... that's unreal. That is unreal. And I love to see it. I think it's great for the game. I think it's great. It's going to grow the game because people are going to be like, mm. that's what I want to do. Yeah. But say it's taking the scout of it is just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous because you still got to get it in the hole. Yeah. You still got to wedge on and you still got to put. I, mate, I, and his putting's I, phenomenal. I totally agree. I, 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 I really think that Bryson's good for the game. He's not. Yeah, he's not like traditional. He's not like what you'd probably teach somebody. But he's just good to watch, isn't it? I know. But golf needs though, to get I away from people, traditional. I, 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 I totally agree with that. The thing is, I think what people probably got kind of the issues with is that he's slow. I think. I mean, I don't know how slow he is. I know you get kind of forty seconds with your first shot, or thirty seconds, whatever it is, to play your shot. But everyone's slow on tour. Yeah, it is, it is slow, but but it's slow because everything's being filmed and it's everything's for money. Of course, they're going to be slower. But the point the point I want to make as well is to say that he's taking the scale of the game is a joke because yeah. in the U.S. Open on the 18th he won by six shots, something like that, right? In the in the end on the 18th hole he'd won he'd won the competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he didn't take a driver. He took a three wood, and he so he laid up in essence. He wedged on, and then he had this pretty hard putt, to be fair, mm. and he paced it out. He went through his process, and that watching him, and that's why I think it's quite cool. I know it's not good for the game not having fans there, but you can hear everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That process that he went he through. He was doing the same as if he was holding the first putt on the yeah. first day. And that's and there's a skill there. Him, He knows everything down to the, min- the most minute detail, and it is great to see. I but love it. The one thing I would say, the one thing I would say... The, the green books that all these guys use on tour, in my opinion, that's ruining the skill of the game. I know people, because basically, right, 
if you don't know what a green book is, and it's basically got what percentage of slope each, the whole green, the point, yeah. to the nth degree. So wherever you put that flag, as long as you've got that flag in the right position in your book, it will tell you the degree of bend on that putt. Yeah. And these guys will know what degree of bend, what speed, and how much that will mean you've got to aim right or aim yeah. left or but downhill. But you paste it out. Yeah, and... but, but, but we finished. Bloody hell, can't Sorry. get a word in there. Try this, lad. <laughs> I'm quite passionate about this, right? I think you're the Bryson Fan Club Association, not not not, not the How to Run a Good Walk podcast, the Bryson Association podcast right now. Mate, I like the guy. <laughs> all right? I think he's great for the game. My point is, I think some of those green books are ruining the game because it's taking the skill out of your judgment of your eyes and looking at it to interpreting a book. That's just yeah. just saying. Yeah. Okay. But long and short of it, I'm just going to say this. Matt, if you've got an issue with it, just either change your game just be better. Just just adapt. Matt, adapt. If you do listen to this, which hopefully people do, a lot of people listen to this, Natural address your email to Josh, not me. Yep, I'll take it. <laughs> Put your oh. phone number there, we'll have a chat. <laughs> we could have an absolute kind of... We could discuss this live on the podcast, couldn't we? We could do. Matt, if you want to come on, I will Guys, have a conversation with you. if you're watching this now, share it as many times as we can. <laughs> Let's get Matt Fitzpatrick on here. What's your beef section? Matt versus Josh. <laughs> Who's coming out on top? Okay, so last bit on tour trash talk. This is sick, Josh. I, we spoke about this just before we came on air. On air, it sounds very professional. That um, came on the podcast. Uh, water hazard, Callum Shinquin golf ball. Now it's not the same water hazard you've ever seen before. Imagine like one of those brown paper bags that you see in America when they put their their liquor in it. The liquor that, bag. That was horrendous. The liquor man. <laughs> the liquor bag. It had cans of water, and you know that posh water in a can. Right, okay. The golf ball went in it. He had to play it with it in it. How? Mate, I'll show you the picture. So, honestly, it is unbelievable. I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen this, but it sounds ridiculous. No, I'm not I'm not shitting you at all here. Uh, apologies for the bit delay. Oh. I'm bringing this up for Josh because it's like, absolutely unbelievable. The idea of someone hitting it out of a bag. How? A, how do you do it? Yeah, and I imagine this could be quite impressive. But I, just... I don't know if there's a video here. Here we go. I've blooming gone and got it. Right, it's on, right. So, there's no different uh, oh, different website. Wow. Other things are available. See, look, golf ball in there. Look, he actually plays it. It's like, how how can you play you it? You know what? You're just hitting and hoping there. You go, just, you're going to hit that bag as hard as you can and hope that ball just comes out. Fumbles out. Did the ball come out? Do you know what? I don't have that photo on there. So uh, I'm going to say yes. Guys, go and go and. Search this on after. Don't a- make sure you don't turn this off now. But but have a search of this. It's probably the, if he's got it out of that bag, that's impressive because it's well in there. It's not like one can. There's about four. Or five no, there's about cans four or five bag, cans in there, and it's nestled right in between them all. Unbelievable. Okay, so that wraps it up for tour trash truck this week. We've slagged off Matt Fitzpatrick. We've Sorry, decided Matt. about the hoodie. And uh, Josh has basically written off Tiger Woods the rest of his career. Um, <laughs> let's move on. So I've, I'll swat him out, Tiger. Don't you worry, lad. Um, oh, Tiger. Oh, Bryson. Um, what's your beef is the next section. Now, ultimately, what's your beef is just stuff that's happened in the golfing world right now. And again, please do fire these into us by our email, tongtwister, how to ruin a good walk at gmail.com. And we will read out as many as we can. So. What's your beef? I'm going to start off right away with my beef for the week. I've actually got three beefs written down here. Three? Three beefs. Wow. I'm going to take up most of this time, Josh. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. Golf courses closing in Wales and Ireland. Now, for me, I'm not saying coronavirus is not a big thing. But last time I checked, it was pretty safe to walk around in fresh air. 
So why can't you play golf? Now, one thing I would say, yeah, okay, you might have to say where golf courses you can only travel if they're within five miles, ten miles of where you live, and you can only play with somebody in your own household, but you don't need to close them all, right? Right. My opinion on this, and I want to reiterate, the coronavirus pandemic is horrendous. We're not poo-pooing that at all. But I don't understand why they are closing it or have closed it because... No, I don't. I am allowed to go for a walk, right? I'm allowed to go for a walk in the field. You're allowed to go in the supermarket. You need need food, so you've got to go in the supermarket. But for my daily exercise, Mm -hmm. I'm allowed to go and walk in the field, right? Mm -hmm. Why, then, can I not take my golf clubs with me and it's a ball round? It's the same thing. If anything, it's it's the one sport that you can regulate and have them like you can easily distance the way you yeah. play as well mm, wow but, Sam hits it right you hit it left Carl it's down the middle you heard that Sam so, calling you out there you hook it he slices it and Carl it's it short and straight wow <laughs> but this is the point though this is the point that's brutal this is the point I don't know what's more brutal you, you're pretty brutal to be fair <laughs> you can Go and play and social distance. One person on the tee at a time. Yeah, one person on the green. One person on the green at a time. Just spread the you tee times out. You walk left, you walk right, it was in the middle. Fine, you each other in. Technically, you never see each other. T- technically, yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, well, like point, I, I totally agree. Like You could easily play golf, be safe, follow all the protocol, and actually, I just, just reminded myself of another beef here. You know, right, your golf club has these, don't they? They're little... Flicky things oh, wow. in the hole, right? Yeah, they do. The little flicky things that kind of <laughs> lift the ball, lift out the ball up. Yeah. If that gets in your putt, it knocks the bloody thing out. Yeah, but that's where you got to use common sense in it. No, but it's no. Like, if you were playing a medal, and that's a joke. No, 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 no. No, I know it's not a joke, but that is a joke. If it, if it yeah. hits that metal bit and pops out, that's an absolute joke. And just while we're on that, oh, the subject, way you put, mate, you fucking smash it at it. Wow. <laughs> but just while we're on that p- subject, we played May last week don't even say what you're going to say because you did it about 40 times at Carden Park where you thought you broke 90 and then you broke 80 look at me he's getting defensive actually what I was going to say is we've all missed a certain noise from the game oh, so oh sorry yeah look at him sorry. He's, got, oh, look, he's got defensive <laughs> I'll take that way Let's we all missed a certain noise from the game of golf right the noise of the ball dropping the holes and we're on the putting green at May and they had no flags in Shallow holes, no flags in, and that noise was unbelievable. And I can't wait to be able to take the flag out. And to be fair, that was only in the, was in the putting green, wasn't it? It was yeah, on the putting green, green yeah. yeah. Um, but to be fair to Norman, and the ones they've got there don't knock the ball out. That like they're not. It's not like a metal. No, I played with you there. It did. No, no, but not it's not like a metal out. thing down the side. No, it's, it's like a, a, a plastic thing all the yeah, way around, yeah, yeah. and you lift it up. But ultimately, what we're saying here is my beef with it is because I think I mean people probably say, "Oh, you're being." favouritist towards golfers but the thing is it's a sport it's safe it's good for people's mental health yeah. and you might even get even more people picking up the wonderful game of golf exactly and I know the government won't see it like that in the sense no, of we we're biased obviously golf. but from a golf club point of view I think they should be absolutely gutted and from a golfer if it happened here I'm managing to play quite a lot of golf at the minute for one reason or the other and it's great for my game Firstly, but it's good for mental health. It's good to get out. It's good to go go for you a walk. Actually, and that's what you're like, doing. You're going for a walk. You can actually socialise with people safely. Yeah. And you think about it, right? Most people who want to go to a golf club in the middle of the week at the moment are 
elder people, like who people play midweek, and they play midweek anyway, and they go. A lot of the people who are older people at a golf club go for that social aspect yeah. of actually seeing people. It's good for mental health. It gives yeah. them a purpose. Absolutely. And actually, I think golf actually keeps a lot of the older people going, men and women. I think it keeps yeah. a lot of them going. And taking it away from some people, I think it's actually going to maybe the last time they'll ever have played golf. Now, obviously, Ooh. we're seeing. <laughs> No, 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 it's morbid, isn't it? No, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. No, but like seriously, it's true, though. It especially is true. winter, like not gonna play play till next summer. They, it may be in their last season of being able to walk, whatever it is. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel strongly about it. I really think they should have tried their best to keep it open and just put some stipulations in place. You can't play with somebody but outside your household. Yada yada yada. I mean, you may think we're wrong, guys, but we want to hear your opinions. So do fire it into us. But we're not saying it's bad. We're not saying the coronavirus is a good thing. We're not saying it's poo pooing it. We do understand it's horrible yeah. and it's a lot of people have died from it. But it's the contradict the yeah. contradictions and yeah. there's no reason why you can't why you can go for a walk but you can't play golf. That's my yeah. opinion. Okay, I'm going to leave that there before we kind of go too deep into that. I want to go into my second beef of the week. Second one, all right. Second beef, I'm going straight in. Yeah, I've, I've got made, one as well. I've actually realised I've got four here, but I'm only going to go with two. I'm going to pick this one. So, you know when you get that, I'm going to generalise this, the, the older guys at the club who base their round on how quick they play. Oh, the oh, speed golfers. How did you play today, John? Two hours 34. Oh. Last time I checked, John, you didn't write two hours 34 down your card. It's how many shots you had. So anyway, so picture this. Uh, I was in the shop at Motram Hall and this old guy had come in. So on a Wednesday afternoon, it's not a ladies' day at Motram Hall. Ladies and men play it on the same day, which I think is absolutely fab. I think more golf clubs should do that. But ladies have a roll-up on a Wednesday afternoon. So they've gone out. This, this, this two-ball, him and his mate have gone out after these ladies. So there's three groups of four. Right. So it got to on the 14th hole, uh, no, so the 16th hole, which is a long par three. Yes. So it's a long hole. Like for most people, it's hard to reach it, okay? But it's like a layup before it. So these ladies are on the green. This, bear in mind, this two ball have already gone through two sets of ladies and got to this final set now with two holes to go. They've driven it literally onto the fringe of the green. And the ladies are on the green. Ladies are on the green. Oh. They're on the fringe of the green. Anyway, so he's done that. That's happened. Obviously, we don't know about this in the pro shop. They've come, the guys come into the shop after going through those ladies and demanding you went through them. Oh, yeah, they were really horrible to us. Anyway, it comes to fruition that he, she, he was horrible to her. Now, my beef is, and sorry if you can hear the dog here, guys. It's bonfire night. Not bonfire night, but there's some fireworks yeah, yeah. going on outside. My beef with this is, just because you are a male, just because you are a member who's been at a golf club for a while, it doesn't give you any prerogative to give you the right either. Give you any right yeah. or prerogative. I'm ranting here. Any right or prerogative to demand to go through anybody, male, women, male, female, or juniors. It doesn't give you no. any prerogative to go and, through it. And especially, there's no need to be rude about it either. No. Like, no need to be rude in any walk of life. But on the golf course, people are there to have fun. He's definitely the kind of person, by the way, that would moan about a hoodie, but then be really rude. 100%. But like, this is the thing, though. It's It's... Stop rushing. And this links into my beef. Okay, what's your beef? So my beef is, and I, it really, really winds me up this, right? So if I feel, if I get a bit passionate about it, I'm sorry. Mate, cool but yourself down. Cool yourself down, The mate. one thing I cannot stand, let me picture the scene. Let me paint a picture right, for close you. Close my eyes, mate. I'm picturing so, it. I'm picturing it. It's a busy day on the golf course. Yeah. I'm putting on the green of the par four. I know what you're going to say. Right? I'm putting on the green of a par four or a par five. It doesn't really matter. Or par, or par three. The group in front of me are on the next tee. So, we, so we're so waiting. You've got to wait. Yeah. yeah? We, we are... It's tight. You're waiting for on each tee. That's fine by me. I'm not here to run round. 
One thing I can't stand is people standing with their hands on the hips Almost in the middle like, of the fairway, mate, looking real. like impatient, like, oh, it winds, it's winding me up now. We're not even playing, but so lean on the golf. I understand it might be comfortable lean on your golf club, but I make a conscious effort, conscious effort to not I look impatient. No, it's not bad that you do it because <laughs> I understand it, but it's the looking impatient impatient that annoys me. You can lean on your golf club you want, but it's the other hand on the hip, like I'm doing something wrong. No, no, no. You're just running round trying to get right up our arse. But guess what? I can imagine that. There's guys and those ladies. I can imagine it. Yeah. That's exactly... They'll be stood there on the seat. Oh, puffing and pan. Oh, bloody hell. Ladies play... No, no, no. Get your hands off your hip and enjoy your walk, mate. Slow down. Sorry. You're clearly clearly ruining his walk, so please stop. (laughs) Winds me up. Okay, so I'm going to go for a final beef here. Final beef, Josh. When you lose your club, right? You know what brand of clubs you use, yeah? Yes. You know what brands? You remember what brand? What are you I have, I've had, and I've heard this in the shop a few times at Motion Hall, somebody coming in the shop and going, oh, I lost my golf club. And I go to them, what brand is it? <laughs> oh, I don't know, mate. Looking for a How? free club? No, I don't think it is. I just don't generally think they know what brand of clubs they use. Oh. How do you not know what brand of clubs you use? Well, I guess if you had them for a long time, you don't... I, don't, I mean, I can't really mate, explain it. last time I, I checked, that. I can remember the first set of Progen clubs that I had. I... Mm... I can remember the first set of clubs I had. Fair dues. But this is the thing, though. Maybe not everyone looks into it. Uh, I don't know. I, my first my first thought when you said that was they're trying around, trying to get a new golf club. Maybe but I don't know are. why they would Maybe do they that. Are. But Guys, uh, write in anonymously. Actually, no, obviously you can't write in anonymously. You've got to put your email in. Send us an email. Let's put out some stories of where people have tried their hand of getting a golf club for free. But we won't name you. We'll just, we'll, we'll just tell the stories. Yeah. Yeah. What if anybody actually send it in? It's funny story actually, right? We played t- played today, and a bloke from the group in front came walking down the fairway and asked me if I'd if we'd seen a putter. How do you forget your putter? Sorry, it's just dawned on me that. But how do you forget? How do you leave your putter on? Yeah, that should have gone in chop of the week. How do you, yes, that it should have gone in chop of the week. Why have you not mentioned it? Can we put can a we late put entry back? in? Late <laughs> yeah. entry in yeah, chop of the week. The bloke at Northern Golf Club that walked down the whole down the. Mate, you do realise if you're listening ball, to this and you're slagging him off, you're going to say play with him on a Saturday medal and think you're that lad that slagged me off on a <laughs> podcast. No, he he come walking out. Excuse me, lads. Uh, you didn't see a putter on that. You not picked a putter up, have you? On that screen. Hey, that's exactly how I said it. A no. No. A, no, I didn't see a putter, mate. And B, how have you lost your putter? Do you putter? actually question it for him? I, I, I mean, it sort of took me back. I went, you what? Like, <laughs> no, sorry, mate. I haven't what got What hole was this on? It was on the, I want to say the 13th, par five. Okay, so like four holes to go, kind of thing. Yeah. Obviously, you can shorten holes a minute and all Yeah, that. but I was just, I was just baffled by it. How would you lose, how would you get your putter? I, I, I understand, like, maybe you've gone to the green and you've, Left your bag by the, the next tee box and you've taken a sandwich and you left your sandwich. But surely the putter would be the yeah, last club you have in your hand. I'm just trying to fathom that in my head <laughs> right now. How do you lose your putter? I, don't, just, I just don't get that. So there's a late entry to that bloke at Norman and Golf Club. I just don't. I just don't. Honestly. I d- How? How do you lose your putter? I've got no idea. No idea. Madness. Okay, let's get on to the final section. We better do actually something pretty serious here. I've just proceeded yeah. to slag people off. Slag people the off. First give, give someone part of this it. podcast. Tech Talk is part of the channel where we try and get a little bit serious for you and ultimately kind of tell you what's new on the market right now. I want to start. But off... we're not just talking clubs here. Let's make that no, clear. No, we're no, not just talking clubs. Talking we're everything. talking everything from flight scopes, trap mans, radars, whatever it is. 
Mate, we're going to show you. literally just went, flight scopes, track man's radios, they're the same Dave. thing. All right. Bushnells. Flight Again, scopes. it's probably the same thing. No, but you know what I'll I mean? do the intro, back off. We're also going to talk about training aids. This is Tech Talk, where we're going to talk about golf clubs, clothing, style, Bushnells. Yeah, really good tech talk. Uh, let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a start. Hell of a so start. So what are we going to talk first? I think we should start with Titleist. Yep, yep. Yep. And their new driver, the world drivers, TSI 2 and TSI 3, whatever they're called. Now, my, my kind of thinking with this, right, over the last five or six years, Titleist have actually produced the drivers that I don't think many people have been buying. Like, no. Callaway have been smashing it. Pinger been smashing it. Cobra, obviously. Um, and TaylorMade, we don't care. Um, no, let's not say we don't care. But my, my point is that they have pretty much been behind this big boom in, like, the fast driver. The big, long driver. They've sort of, in my opinion, and what people have been buying and the feedback that you've seen for guys on tour, I actually thought about this, right? They're not producing anything that's good. And apparently this thing is 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 good. Now, how many people... Yeah, you see the guys, right? See, Tommy Fleetwood and, and I'm going to say Brooks Kepka. they aren't paid to play clubs. They just use the clubs that work best for them. Yeah. yeah. Nobody who's paid to pl- uh, not paid to play clubs, last time I checked, used a tightless driver. And that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. And, and, and I think from from my point of view, I have never used tightless driver. I've never used tightless clubs. When I was younger, tightless clubs were the ones to have. Yeah, they were like the players' clubs, weren't they? Yeah. They were like, if you were the tightest clubs at your golf club, you were like, you were like this boy's the, a player. Yeah, one, of the, one of the lads, <laughs> like, you were good at golf, right? Oh, not one of the lads, mate. Just a good player at golf. But, I th- I mean, I think the club looks great, but I do think they, they've struggled to keep up. Like, the likes I do, of the SZ, I don't the likes of the F9 why. before that with, from Cobra, the Callaway Maverick looks great, and, and obviously the TaylorMade Tim, I've never played one, but, I hear good things, but I'd, from a club golf point of view, a lot of it comes down to yes, performance, but also pricing. Yeah, but so that let me kind of just I, I look at this now that it looks mint. Like it looks great. It looks really good. The all blacked out look looks yeah. The face looks mint. Now I've never hit it. And I've not even seen any reviews of it, but it looks absolutely mint. Now this sort of leads into our and, and sort of I guess our next bit of tech talk, but. Like, my my thinking with this is right. You've got drivers like Cobra, what are like three fifty. Then you've got this like upper market of the tight list, which are like four hundred or something, probably four fifty. And then reading it here, an upcharge of one hundred and seventy quid for a non-stock shaft. Right, and immediately there, I'm out, tapping out, count me out, no chance. Why would it? Why they get that? Like. The majority of golf... Okay, golf is an expensive sport. We all know that, right? And this is going to move on to something else we're going to talk about in a minute. Golf is an expensive sport. But when you've got the likes of the SZ, in my opinion, Cobra Puma have smashed it with that. Then mm. the F9 before it as well. They're making unbelievable drivers and irons and woods and everything. And it's affordable. Yeah. Why would I go and spend an extra 300 quid when I can go and get an SZ brand new for 350 why, why would you? You know what it is, though? You know what it is, though? PXG came along, and oh. they sort of, like, up this price bracket where they were charging, say, three or four grand for a set of clubs. So everybody else has gone, bloody hell. Right, if they've gone up, they've gone, set the bar all the way up here, oh, well, we can come even under that and move our profit margin even more up. 
But the thing that I get with tech, and I understand that each company has to get, you can get marginal gains here, their dynamics, and all this and all that. When a, when a club manufacturer goes faster ball speed because a faster face, it's bullshit. Wow. It's bullshit. Wow. It is. It's bullshit. And I'll tell you why. I mean, you look at... Cobra being very clever the last couple of years because they've said they plug get... Plug the brand, lad. Plug oh, the brand. Got to plug the brand, mate. <laughs> got to plug the brand. I'm Cobra through and through. I bleed Cobra, <laughs> mate. They've based it on faster club head speed, faster aerodynamics, and a stronger shell, which helps produce faster ball speed that way. Not a faster face. Yeah. TaylorMade and other club brands like Callaway and I don't know what this new kind of spin on the marketing slang for... The Titleist is. Say the face is faster. Now, okay, last time I checked, the rules of golf say you can only produce a club face that is 0.83. So that's as fast as the ball can come off. Right. So, okay, Taylor made go, oh, we'll take it beyond it, and these little two injection red things bring it back. Bullshit. But it's honestly, it winds me up because you can only push it, produce a driver so fast off the face. Yes, you can make it lighter, this, and make the shaft better, which is what Cobra have done to make it a faster head because you can swing it faster because it's lighter. All this that will produce more clubber speed, which will produce longer drives. You can't make a face any faster. So when you go like see the guys on tour, I hate to say it, they are using the ones that are tested in the factory that are right on the limit. Yeah, all those other mortals just get the that. just get the shit. Well, you don't, sure you're responsible. Ah, well, but this is the thing, though. Life, lads. This is the thing, though. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Firstly, onto the PXG thing, the fact that they've hiked the price like that is absolutely. That's the one reason why I think golf's wrong. Even though they do look mustard, they're not going to make your game no, any better. Yeah, well, it's ridiculous. I'm going to say something now with regards to the price and Go golf on. clubs. Come right. on, mate, build it up. I we recently did something with a well-known retailer in the uk golf retailer in the uk films and content and they provided me with some clubs okay you played some mint golf to be fair since you had i've played some unbelievable like some of your best golf, golf the best my the, best the scores best are with those clubs that golf, okay? that he had a nine the last and didn't break an eight, 80 uh but yeah but this the point is my best golf are with these clubs you can go on their website and i'm pretty confident in saying you get the set of items for 300 quid yeah Mate, you may as well just say it with names of the brands. They're, they're right. They're right. Now, in, they in the past, you being like brand snobby, right? Big you're like, time. bloody hell, I'm not Big using time. all this. And I can't wait for a set of Cobras. Cobra, if you want to uh, get in touch and send some over, that'd be great. But it's the fact of... Come on, mate, try hardest, please. <laughs> it's the fact of... It's down on one knee, everybody. They're hiking these prices up where I'm just out. You're pricing me out. Yeah. I'm going nowhere near it. And again, goes back to what we were saying before... The people who are going to new to the game of golf, now obviously there's a lot of people play golf and a lot of people are new, but you've got to think, the new people in the game of golf who are the younger people who are going to yeah. take golf to the future are not going to be in that position where they've got the disposable income of a 45 to 50-year-old who's semi-retired, who's got a bit more disposable income because he's older, <laughs> he's got... If I've got five grand disposable income at 45, I'll be bloody well happy. Uh, my, my, my point is, it's not even like PXG. It's it's all, all other brands. Yeah. Yeah, 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 It's these other brands where clubs become very expensive and it's not looking after the people that are going to buy it. It makes it not inclusive. Yeah. Which exactly. is why people never played in the past. Exactly. And this is the thing. And this is where I think... I Look, I understand. Go- and if you play golf and you're getting into golf, you, you have to understand that it's an expensive sport. It is. And there's always going to be something, whether it's balls or whether it's clubs or whatever you need. Matt, the balls you go through, mate, yeah. 
shares. It's going to be. Ex- it's think, going to be expensive. I think you should actually look on the stock exchange. Do Bridgestone have sell shares? Because you could be a majority shareholder here. If you actually, for every <laughs> dozen you buy, gave him gave him half that money, you'd be in a better place, mate. Bloody hell. Cheers, mate. Um, anyway, that Mersey. So if everybody ever fishes in a Mersey, you pick up a Bridgestone. It's probably is. <laughs> anyway, my point is, you're proud to be black. I think, I think, Cove and Puma are smashing it. Mm-hmm. Yes, their clubs are more expensive than three hundred pound for a set of irons, but they're better. They are better. It's a fact. With the one length stuff, with Bryson, with all that, they've got it on point at the minute. In yeah, my I opinion. mean, like, whether Bryson's in the news for good things, bad things, whatever it is. He's in the news. He's in the news. And Cobra Any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, 100%. But I think PXG, you're pricing out club golfers and you are not good for the game. No. No, I I, I, I totally agree. I mean, the thing is with it, it's like that whole thing in it, oh, you buy a Ferrari to show off and all this. Realistically, what's a five grand set of PXG or four grand set of PXGs how are they going to make you better than buying uh, eight, nine? It's like wearing a Rolex, isn't it? It makes but, you look like. But how are they going to make you better than buying no, an 800, 900 pound set of Cobras? They're not. No, of course they're not. not. So, that's do they have more way. technology in them? Probably not. Yeah. Are they are they made by the same factory? Probably. I've just sort of generalised there, so apologies if they are handmade. Um, I do deeply apologise. But that. the point you're making is, you're paying yeah. for something that you can get a lot cheaper. Yeah. A lot cheaper, and I. Just quickly touched on the Cobra Club. The new irons look unbelievable, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I'm just looking at them. They look really, really nice. Really nice. Really. Do you really know nice. what I also heard in the grapevine? No, I don't know. If this is. I can say it. Oh, sorry, I'll say it. Apparently, they're going to produce putters next year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How exciting. I don't it's know. Though, uh, I say next year. I just heard in the grapevine that potentially they're going to produce some putters at some point. Here we go then. Here's a question for you. I know how much you like your putter. Oh, mate, you love, he loves his putter, everyone. Got he absolutely loves it. Black shaft, black grip, gold two ball. What one of the balls and the two balls got a line on it. It's got a pro hard face. He never shuts up about it, right? and he never lets anyone use it either. Do I? Yeah, not you. Here's no one, a question no one, for you. No one, your three germs. <laughs> Here's a question for you: Would you give that putter up for a Cobra putter? Yeah, of course I would, because they're going to produce wonderful putters. <laughs> Good answer. Right. Let's move on to the last little bit of tech talk. And we're going to move on to something clothing-based, okay? That I think is, again, just like the hoodie, great for the yeah. game of golf. I've actually, I know you say it's the last one, but I've just thought of one more I want to bring up. Okay, we're going to you do go, this one. You first. go your first. Sorry so, to interrupt. Sorry to rude. Golf trainers. Yeah, 100%. Fashion trainers turned into golf shoes. Mate, I wear my RSGs. I wear them out of my joggers. Mate. I know people that wear them in the jeans. This, this for me... Is Josh can give you a life hack here as well. I know he is. I am. This for me is the key for golf bringing in, or one of the keys for golf bringing in a younger audience, because it's a look. Younger people, younger than us, it's all about how you look. It is. It's a fact. It is. Especially with the, the, nowadays with social media and things like that. Yeah, well, it's definitely. I don't think is. it's all about that. people. I'm people... like that now, coordinating my bloody outfit going on the golf course. Realistically, I could turn up on the golf course in a pair of pants, trousers, and uh, any random polo and I can play but no I'm like right I need that no I, I agree with you know yeah, I, mean? I, agree. I need the, these shoes on. I need this I need that kind of thing. yeah definitely and I think Puma especially I've got some of the Puma originals yeah. like the rounded toe like leather black leather there's ones. loads of brands doing it there, RSGs yeah. Nike are smashing it with the Air Max um, who else have we got here Jordan 
back to Harold Varner III, his Jordans that he wears are so yeah. sick. And Adidas well, have just brought out the superstars. Yeah, Adidas brought out superstar shell toes. I need to get me a pair of them. And again, going back to this whole thing, we're going to say it in this kind of like theme of the week. More people can play golf. Yes. People can wear these things as other things. So, yes. like, in terms of making it affordable, well, you're going to buy a pair of golf shoes, which actually could act as a pair of trainers as well. Yep. Guess what? Trainers like, there. when I was a kid, I bought a pair of AstroTurfs because I used to wear them with my bloody jeans. <laughs> what are you laughing at, mate? You Your clearly did it. You clearly don't you don't you dare over it. Don't you dare even try and mug me off on it. (laughs) Don't you dare. You definitely did the same thing. But yeah, the point that you're making is very, very true. You can so the the golf shoes I I wear and the the trainer ones that I wear, the peanut ones, I could go straight from the golf course out. Yeah. I could. And they they wouldn't look out of place. No. And by the way, here's the hack for you. Here is the hack for you. Everyone well, you may or may not know. Nike Air Max just come in at around £140 a pair. Is that how much they are? If not more. You know, you're it, jesting no, me. No, 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 no. You can pick up the golf shoes for 99 quid, 100 quid. They look exactly the same. They look, they really do, honestly. Same with Puma, the RSGs. Yeah, yeah. The RSG golf shoes are cheaper than the RSG trainers and they look the same. Only the difference is this all. Oh, if it's and in fact, probably give you more grip work on the supermarket. So hey, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's great for the sport. I think it's great for bringing in uh, younger golfers. And I think it needs to carry on along with the hoodie. Get me a golf hoodie. By the way, have you just noticed how much this guy's begging for a set of irons, <laughs> begging for a set of trainers, begging for a hoodie? Got to try. If any sponsors, anyone out there wants to sponsor the podcast as well, hit us up. How to ruin a good podcast at gmail.com. How to ruin a good podcast? How to ruin a good walk? Mate, you've just ruined a good podcast there. You've just literally ruined a good podcast. I'm going to save it by going on this last note right now. You just turn your mic off and get off. Good God. Okay, so. Sorry, I shouted there. I'm just trying to take it. Turn your mic off. Get in the corner. Get over there now. Okay, so with lockdown in the UK uh, in the summer, I just thought of this as a great thing like tech. That Mevo. The Mevo, right? Little portable um, kind of, yeah, what's it called? Uh, rangefinder. Yes. No, not rangefinder. No. Yeah, um, ball tracking. Fight scope. Yeah, little fight scope Mevo. And they've got the Mevo Plus now where you can play courses. You can play thing. You can do driving range on it. You can do challenges on it. I'm going to say right now, if you are thinking of wanting to get a good home setup, which something that's, Okay, the Mevo, I'm going to say roughly, the Mevo is about £300. Yep. The Mevo Plus is about £1,000. Yes, it's expensive. It's yeah. But, but it's not as expensive as the full thing. Exactly. And you've got the space, you want something at home, or you want to take something to the driving range, that you want to kind of get a good use of your practice and how far you hit it and all these things. Yeah. I would definitely recommend both of those. 100%. I've used one of these. Yeah, you, you use mine. Yeah, I use yours. And they're great. It fits in your pocket as well. So you're not yeah, carrying out like a big bag. It's literally smaller than your iPhone. Smaller than your iPhone. I think the Mevo Plus is not that big. I think it's Mevo Plus is like the size of an iPad or something like that. Like, and it's, it's easy to set up. It's easy to use. You, you get the data through to your phone. So when I used it, I had it set up behind me. I had my phone leaning on my golf bag and you're getting all that data straight away. You know, it's, see, I, for most people, if most, I always do this. Like, if most people knew how far they hit their clubs, it would save them so many shots. Definitely. Definitely. 100%. And I think this is this is again a good thing. It's an it's a more affordable. It's not necessarily affordable, but it's more affordable. Yeah, but it's coming down the right way in yeah, it. Yeah, like compared definitely. to twenty grand for a Trackman, well, which yeah. by the way are really good, and you get a lot of data. And one thing I would say on these things, you probably don't get as much data. And I don't know. I don't know how accurate it is compared to that. But yeah. 
But you're getting the data. It's enough. You need. It's yeah. enough. It's I, enough. I think it gave me my carry. It gave me my ball speed. It gave me my cupboard speed. And it gave time of the ball in the air. Yeah. And it gave you like a little chart of dispersion, like where yeah. where the ball. Went. Yeah. You can also a cool thing if you've got your phone set up on a tripod behind, you can video at the same time. You get the data and the video on the same thing. You can then also draw on it, put lines on it. So you can. It, it's honestly, it's a really cool device. Yeah. And I think think I think it's tailored to all levels of golfers. And as soon as you can start seeing how far you hit the ball. So if you're going to learn anything from today, Josh loves Bryson. Absolutely. Josh hates Matt. Don't hate him. Buy a hoodie. Disagree with him. Buy a, buy a pair of uh, golf shoes. Absolutely. Uh, no, I honestly think if you want to really improve your game this winter and you want to take some to driving range, you think of those days where, especially now in the UK, the, the, the weather's absolutely toilet. It's horrendous. Like you go to driving range, you use that and actually get some good feedback on your game. Really good feedback. And it will... I can guarantee you this, and you can oh, shoot me down if it doesn't, strong. but if you buy one of these and you use it and you practice it with it, your scores will drop. That's a bold statement, that means. It will. That's it a will. bold statement. It will. Once it if will. you still slice it, but you just see how stuff. Well, no, that that then then you need to work on your game. But my point is, my no, point is, no, 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 no. no. My point said... is, my point is, if you learning how far you hit your clubs, if you're working on your game from that, if you want to inc- increase your ball speed, you're working on your game, you're getting this data, it's going to improve. It's your not going to do any harm, is it? No, it's going to improve your game. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. Well, guys, I, I I think that's a great place to end. Uh, episode one of How to Ruin a Good Podcast, according to Josh. How to Ruin a Good Walk. How to Ruin a Good Walk. I really do hope you enjoyed that. Uh, again, this is nothing serious. It's just two guys bringing you what is golf club. I want to use the word banner, but I don't think it's a bit, a bit, it's a bit weird. A bit cringe down it. Golf club talk, we'll just golf, say. Golf talk, our opinions on things, our views on things from a PJ. We're not sitting on the fence. Professional point of view. I'm just going to say from as From a it club, is. golf point of view. I will definitely not sit on the fence. Sorry, Matt. Yeah, Christ. You need to sign a letter of apology. We've, I've enjoyed it. Have you enjoyed I've, it? I've definitely enjoyed it, mate, yeah. And so, we're hopefully going to put one of these out every week. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. Every Thursday this will be out. If we can uh, manage to create that much content for you. Golf carries on, so that'd be great. Masters coming up in a few weeks. Cannot wait. Big podcast after that. Big, big podcast. And don't forget anything that you've got. So anything for Chopper of the Week. Anything you want to include on Tech Talk and your or beef. What's Your Beef or even Tour Trash Talk. We are here to kind of voice your opinion, put it all out to everybody. And if you did enjoy the content, guys, please do share it with somebody. Share it with the golfer because we want to get a big golfing community where we all kind of have a laugh together. Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening. I never said watching then. Sorry.